Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Warning, the following video contains strong language which may be offensive to some viewers and or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. Inside the Drag Closet with Jade. Join Jade DeVere and her fabulous team of guests as they discuss all things drag, from wigs to makeup to performances and everything in between. Join us at WLFE-TV.com for upcoming shows and more. Well, hello there, kids. Welcome to Inside the Drag Closet, the interactive vodcast where we talk about all things drag and some things that aren't. Who knows? We're really just here to have a good time. Now, do not adjust your screens. I know things are a little different. I am not in drag tonight. We thought it would be good for our mental health if we just take a little break. I realized I have been in drag every Wednesday for the last 46 weeks. And this was my rest week. But don't worry, the drag will be coming back next week. We have a fantastic show planned for you this evening. It's going to be me and my fabulous co-hosts, Anastasia Diamond, Scarlet Overkill, and Amethyst Diamond. And tonight we are going to be joined with uh, joined by certified sex therapist Andrea Jones. I'm very excited to chat with Drea, but we have to start this episode the way we start every episode, and that is with a little who, what, where. Who am I? My name is Jay DeVere. I am a drag artist. I've been performing for over 10 years. Most of my life, honestly, has been dedicated to performing. It's what I love. It's my passion. And I want to share that with all of you. What am I wearing? Well... Tonight, I happen to be wearing my Inside the Drag Closet hoodie and my wedding ring. <laughs> I wear it around my neck because I'm a klutz and I will lose it if I don't. Um, but yes, if you like this hoodie, you can always find uh, all of our merch at www.jdevere.com slash merch. 
We'll talk more about that in a hot second. But where can you find me? Well, you can find me every Wednesday night right here on Inside the Drag Closet at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WLFE-DB Radio. Soon, I am hoping to get back to performing in person. The more the vaccine is coming out, the more I've decided once I'm fully vaccinated, I am going to get back into the club scene. But fingers crossed, they say everybody should be able to be vaccinated in Pennsylvania by April 19th. So I was talking about the merch. So let's take a look at it. Of course, I have the hoodie. We also have t-shirts, masks, gaiters, fanny packs. And of course, we have the brand new Inside the Drag Closet tie-dye t-shirt. And of course, there are some stickers of myself and my fabulous co-hosts. But you're not here to listen to me talk all night. We're going to ask answer some questions. Oh, we already have a whole bunch of people watching. Fantastic. Hello, Sharonda. Good to see you. Hello, Alicia. So excited to see you this evening. Cassie, hey, darling. Yep, you're going to see all of our unmade-up faces. Well, there might be some makeup involved. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Aurora, hey, sir. How you doing? I'm good. Kenny, so good to see you. I adore you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Brianna, I have my hoodie on tonight, too. Yes. What color did you get? Let us know. I love these hoodies. It's so cozy. I literally, whenever I'm lounging around the house, I'm wearing my inside the dry closet hoodie. Um, oh, and Monica's watching. Hello, love. How are you? I am good. Oh, we've got Daniel Hawks, the, the fabulous Jada Sparks watching this evening. Let's see what all the fuss is about. It's it's gonna be a neat one, girl. Buckle up. It's gonna be it's gonna be silly. So we are going to start this evening with my wonderful guest. She is an amazing certified sex therapist. She is one of the sweetest person persons. I can't even talk tonight. What is up with me? Sweetest people I've ever met in my life. Everyone, welcome to Inside the Drag Closet, the beautiful Andrea Jones. Hi. Thank you for Hello. having me. Oh, thank you for doing this. How are you, darling? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you give us a little bit of who, what, where about you? Okay, there's the questions. Okay, so who am I? Um, my name is Drea and I'm a certified sex therapist. I'm also a, a licensed clinical social worker. I run my own practice in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, although we are moving May 1st to Camp Hill. So that's kind of exciting. Um, I've recently expanded my business and hired a new therapist to work with me and I'm going to help train her in sex therapy. Um, what am I wearing? <laughs> well, I did 10 hours of therapy today, so I'm just wearing what I wore today. I'm wearing white. Um, and where can we find you? Oh, I kind of already said that. But um, yeah, my website is www.andreajonescounseling.com. So that's me. Fantastic. Now, I was trying to think of questions to ask you tonight, and I did come up with one, and I kind of think it's a good icebreaker for everyone. What is one thing, I told this to my husband earlier and he just cracked up with the question. What is one thing that you discuss in therapy sessions that you never would have thought you had to say before you went into this business? <laughs> okay, that's a big question. I know. Um, well, 
I give a lot of homework as a therapist and I'm probably the only therapist that most of my clients have ever been to that get homework to masturbate two to three times a week. So I am constantly giving people special directions on how to masturbate um, in healthier ways based off of whatever we're working on in therapy. So I never ever thought I would be giving masturbation homework. <laughs> That's you know, it's healthy. It's really healthy. Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't know how your plumbing works, how are you going to figure out somebody else's? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and when you have an orgasm, there's like 400 times more amount of dopamine that comes into your body. So let's say you're having a really shitty day. Just masturbate. It's going to make you feel better. I, those are words to live by. <laughs> So we are going to bring in the co-hosts one at a time. I know they all have fantastic questions for you. So let's get started with the beautiful and stunning Ms. Anastasia Diamond. Oh, hello, hello. How is everyone tonight? Fantastic. How are you, girl? Fabulous. I'm doing very, very well. Hi, hi, Ms. Freya. How are you? I am fabulous, and I love your... Lip gloss, you look great. Thank you, thank you. A little bit of this and that. Anastasia Beverly Hills, you know, got to rub with the name Anastasia Diamond. I'm waiting for them to send me some branding deals. Okay, really, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yes, thank Anastasia. you. What is your question for Drea? Ooh, okay, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna start easy, I guess. I'm not gonna go in with our questions, you know. No. <laughs> Um, I guess I will ask, what got you into this line of work? You know, what made, what, um, what, what guided you to become a sex therapist? Okay. So, um, I grew up in a really, um, conservative evangelical Christian community. Um, I grew up in Papua New Guinea. Um, so I was there for the first 18 years of my life. And during that time of living in that community, um, I experienced a lot of um, sexual abuse. And mm. so as a kid, I thought, you know what? <laughs> I want to grow up and I want to help people who have been through these things and these experiences. And I want to make a difference. And so when I went to college, I thought I, you know, would just go into therapy. And then, you know, over the years, I realized it's really sex therapy that I want to do. And so I've taken my life experiences and I've used them to try to help change the world and help other people heal. Wow. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for being so open and honest with us here on this show. Um, you know, a lot of people are very guarded with um, regards to their history, with regards to their traumas. But I think that it's so, so important that we are open and on a setting like this so that people can, so it's normalized, that people can understand that they're not alone. Right. Definitely. So thank you so much. Thank you. I completely agree. Um, Andrea, I'm going to throw something to you. Um, since you're seeing all of us in our non-dragged up forms, I want to know your opinions if I show you a beautiful picture of Anastasia in full drag. I didn't approve that picture. What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I love throwing curveballs like this into the show. So Drea, tell us what you think about these beautiful people right here. Oh, gorgeous. Well, first of all, I love the eye makeup because I suck at makeup. And so I wish I could do that. And I love the earrings. I mean, she's she's just fabulous. Oh. 
<laughs> Thank you. Listen, she did not start out that way. <laughs> get it? She was. Oh, I busted. have those pictures too. Oh no 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 no! no we not. don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jade was actually uh, the reason why I, uh, honestly, Jade is the reason why I'm still going today. Uh, because I, before I met Jade at my college show, I was just doing drag for fun and all that kind of stuff. It was cute or whatever, which I had seen at the previous year's drag show. But Jade, you know, really uh, saw something in me and was like, girl, come out to the show. Come out, do something. You're 21, right? <laughs> and, you know, I just kept going and going. And now here we are today, six years later. <laughs> <laughs> Six years and a hundred thousand dollars in student debt. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's fascinating because you two, uh, before the show started, you two were having such an amazing dialogue back and forth because you are in such similar fields. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, tell us a little more about um, the similarities between what you both do. I'll throw that to you, Anastasia. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So, um, of course, I work in the field of HIV uh, and, and HIV care. So I work directly with individuals who are living with HIV. Um, I also uh, assist individuals primarily who are new, newly diagnosed with HIV. Um, so, of course, along with that comes a lot of um, mental health issues and past previous traumas that individual, individuals are living with um, and kind of trying to help navigate people through this very difficult world of um, sexualities and gender identities and expressions. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's sometimes a little bit um, taxing and waning, but it, I, honestly, this is the work that I wanted to do, but I was told I couldn't do this work whenever I was younger because they were like, thank God we know work working with queer people. Well, here I am, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Anastasia, knowing that, you know, it's, it's such important work, and you're helping people go through really difficult times in their mm -hmm. life, I'm sure that can get kind of heavy for you sometimes. Definitely. How, how do you take care of yourself? Well, you know, honestly, it's uh, surrounding yourself with good people. I have a good group of friends here um, in Chambersburg, and as well as that, taking time to do a uh, drag whenever it's uh, relaxing, because I know that um, the one show that I, I was supposed to be here, I think it was whenever Amethyst first came on to the show, um, I was working with a client who was extremely traumatizing on my side of things. Um, I was worried that he was going to um, harm himself or commit suicide um, with his new diagnosis. It was, it was um, quite different. And then I got to learn more about him and found out that that's what he does with every situation. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, um, but really it's uh, a understanding that, you know, you have to leave the work at work. Yes. Um, because I, I always uh, love that um, my one professor, Andy Dunlap um, said, you know, we all have a car and it's easy whenever you put the one client in your car, cool, we're riding together, that's fine, that's cool, that's great. Uh, you can take them home with you, do that, all, all that kind of stuff. But eventually you're gonna have a caseload of 30 people. And if you only have a five person car, it's gonna be hard carrying all those 30 people back and forth to work with you. So leave the people at work, cause you ain't, uh, you ain't got no time to be putting no passengers in your seat other than the people who are personal to you. So I've always stuck with that kind of notion. Yeah, that's great. How about you? I mean, you're probably doing work that uh, I'm not sure what kind of 
work specifically you do like do you work with um sex offenders then do you work with uh, okay okay but some of the work is probably still very traumatizing for you yeah so i mean i do i started out therapy just doing everyday kind of therapy and now i'm really specializing in the sex therapy field but um mm -hmm. i have a caseload of about 450 to 500 people that i see wow um, and so I do a lot of relationship therapy, individual therapy, trauma, just kind of mm -hmm. everything. And so how mm -hmm. do I take care of myself? Um, I take Fridays off, or at least I'm supposed to. Okay. Yeah. I take Fridays off. And um, I do this thing when I drive home, although the pandemic has messed with this, right? Because I don't drive okay. anymore. But That's when nice. I drive home, I love that you use the car illustration because I literally think about every client I saw that day and I process that and then I put them in the trunk. And then when I get out of the car, when I get home, I shut it, I go inside, I'm a mom, I'm a, I'm a wife. Yeah. And if I think about a client, I say, uh-uh, they're in the car and tomorrow I can pick them back up, but they're not yes. home. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Thank you for I sharing wish. that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Um, I actually, I recently had a meeting with my manager and, you know, she was like, you take your stuff home with you. Stop taking it home with you. Like things get frustrating. Just let it go. And I've really tried to do that a lot lately. And I felt so much better since I'm like, hey, not at work right now. Um, I'm on a great team. I adore my coworkers. But there are times when I'm like, oh, I got a text message about work. Oh, well, I'm not there right now. Exactly. So. It, it's really a, um, it's it's hard to do that. It's mm -hmm. really hard to do that because, you know, you, you're thinking about, if I don't answer this message or if I don't get to this client immediately, is this going to turn into a major crisis that I'm going to have to deal with anyway? Um, is this going to be something that I'm going to have to, um, like, is this a life-threatening situation? Um, and so sometimes it's, it's it takes a very strong person who knows their boundaries and knows what their um, knows how much they can take on at a time. Um, but as well as that, it takes a very uh, strong person to know when it's time for self care, right. because that self care is so important. So congratulations on being able to do that, Jade, because it's not easy. <laughs> Drea, you look like you were going to say something. Oh, because obviously, if you don't take care of you you can't be your best self and then you can't take care of the other people in your life or love the other exactly. people. So you have to be your number one priority, right? And exactly. especially in these fields where we're working with lots and lots of people, we feel like we have to just keep giving and giving and giving. Mm -hmm. but we're just empty at the end of the day. So, you know, you matter and it's yeah. okay to say no to other people to say yes to you. Andrea, yeah. I also wanna add, um, though we're in our working profession, uh, we're, we're helping professionals, of course, but for you all uh, who are at home listening in, you may have um, a mother or father who you're taking care of, a child who you're taking care of, et cetera, et cetera. Even still, you have to set those boundaries and have set a time, set time, aside, uh, set time aside for yourself. Because just as Drea said, you're going to run out and, uh, and you're going to hit empty very, very shortly, just like a car. Yeah. Boom, it runs out of gas. <laughs> yep. We just uh, got a beautiful yeah. comment from Chiranda. Y'all are speaking to me tonight. Thank you. Of course, of course, of course. Now, see, the thing is, um, y'all, what y'all didn't know was that this is going to be an automobile show, actually. Um, 
<laughs> Chrysler, uh, Ford. Um, where's Derek? <laughs> I know. I'm thinking, where's Derek? He's downstairs <laughs> on the couch watching the show. He's been commenting too. Um, he did point out, uh, happy trans day of visibility to everyone. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Anastasia is actually going to be talking about that after the commercial break tonight. That's a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, we did get a lot of good comments here too. Uh, Amber says, Anastasia, Andrea, thanks for what you do. Mental health is so important. Thank you for mm -hmm. helping people. Um, uh, Cassie says, I actually took tomorrow and Friday off for some self-care. Oh. Awesome. Uh, my work is 24 seven and I told my team I'm taking some me time to disconnect. We all need it, I'm sure. Mm. And <laughs> I don't understand how those kind of jobs, um, like he said, I'm here. Um, I'm here. I, I never understood how those like on-call jobs work because you're working Monday through Friday or you know whatever your specific week is. But then on your days off, you still have to be on call. I like. I, I just. How, what is the? How do you have any kind of work-life balance? How do you? Uh, when do you set aside time for self-care? Like. Friends yeah. of mine all the time tell me they have mandatory overtime. And I'm like, I don't get overtime at work. And when I do, it's really rare. So how is that like mandatory? I don't understand. I mean, I could use the overtime money. I'm not going to lie. It's the warehouses. But, Places like warehouses, they don't care. I used to work at Target Distribution Center. I stayed there for a month. I said, okay, I'm done. Ooh, this is too much. <laughs> they want you to hit these crazy amounts, and I'm like, they want you to be pushing, um, you know, fourteen hundred pieces an hour. Oh. And the thing is, the pieces aren't similar. Like if you're doing the same thing, like nail polish, boom, 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 you can finish those easy. But it's big things. It's it's different things. So I worked there for about a month, and I worked at Ulta for about two months, and I said, wow, I've been really enjoyed my time here, but I need to go to back to school. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. A friend so, of mine was working yeah. for. Oh, sorry, hon. No, 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 no. Uh, I was just. I just said I went back to my sophomore <laughs> year and was just done with it all. Never looked uh, back. <laughs> to, to wrap up this segment, so we can get to our next co-host. Um, friend of mine was working for a huge warehouse for a big company that um, I'm not going to say the name, but it rhymes with Glamazon. Um, <laughs> he he worked in the uh, high security area. And he posted he had reached a new high when he put away several, he shipped out several diamond bracelets and several dildos. <gasps> he oh. finally made it. <laughs> well, I never got mine, so he must have hit his some hit mine somewhere. I know. <laughs> it's it's in the mail. It's the not mail the working just fine. <laughs> All right, girl, we are gonna catch up with you in a little bit. Sounds like, sounds like a plan. Nice to meet you, Drea. Nice to meet you. She is hilarious. <laughs> All right, Drea, you ready for our next co-host? <laughs> ready. hun. Here we bring out to the stage the fabulous and talented Miss Scarlet Overkill. Hey, <laughs> the queen I of love the your glasses. Thanks. So Scarlett, do you have any questions for Drea? Yes, I do. Um, so uh, I'll start with this one. Well, I have like two. Well, the second one's not really a question, but I'll, I'll start with this. Scat I'm scatterbrained. Anywho, <laughs> um, so as I was explaining to you before the show, um, 
bearing it all out there. So if anyone doesn't know this already, they're going to know it now. Um, but come August of this year, I will be with my husband for eight years. We'll be married for seven. Um, and just last August, you know, we've done things for like threesomes and extra people, whatever, but we just recently um, opened our marriage. Um, so we've been um, going, I don't want to say going through that in a bad way, but I mean like learning the process of it. Cause you know what I mean? Like after you're just the two of you for so long and, it, and no one else and there's no one else involved. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, Hey, I'm going to have sex with this person or that person. It's not your husband. You know, it's something that you both have to talk about and agree upon. So that way both your marriage works and your outside marriage activity works. Um, so I guess my question, so getting to my question would be, what is the, um, what's like the m biggest piece of advice you give to couples who are, you know, in open marriage, marriages, relationships in general, that really helps them uh, like navigate those waters? Okay. Number one is going to be communication, right? We have to communicate about everything. What are my expectations? What are my needs? What are my deal breakers? What are my boundaries, right? Yeah. What am I comfortable with? What am I not comfortable with, right? I'm great. I'm, I'm good with, you know, oral. I'm not good with anal. You know, if you go out with someone else, right? And yeah. it's just talking through that. A lot of my um, alt relationship, uh, alt relationships that I work with, we come up with a specific contract, right? Of like, this is kind of the outline of what our alt relationship or open relationship is going to look like. We can always tweak that. Again, that takes both of us sitting down in the primary relationship to discuss, you know, this didn't work for me. Let's tweak this or whatever. Um, so communication is really, really important. And then self-care is huge, right? So obviously it's really fun to have sex with lots of different people, right? But it can also be draining. It can be draining because I'm trying to take care of me. I'm trying to take care of my primary partner in my, in my marriage. And now I've got all these other people that I'm like, you know, talking to online or meeting up with or whatever. Um, and so you have to take care of you so that you can be the best that you can in these other relationships. And then you always want to make sure that your primary relationship. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, is really solid, right? If we're not good, then we need to take time to be able to reconnect before we're going to add other people. Yeah. So I hope that answers it. No, yeah, definitely. That's for sure. I mean, that's definitely something like, you know, when we were, I mean, like I said, it's been since August last year. So it's been, you know, quite a bit of time now that we're, easy, we're able to navigate the waters pretty easily. But like, um, a big thing is, um, I just saw someone commented. It's so weird that someone just commented about jealousy. That was the big thing for me to, uh, how do I say? It? it was a big thing that Jeremy had on his shoulders that he had to get off in order for us to move forward. Is what I'm trying to say. Like I'm not a jealous person. Like if, for example, like even before I met Jeremy, um, I've had exes, and then it's the same thing with. Jeremy now, who is my current husband, you know, if, if someone's going to walk by and like, you're hot, like, I think you're good looking, like tell him that on a social media platform, whatever. Okay, great. Like, that's awesome. You're getting noticed. People think you're attractive, but that's not, that's not what can make me jealous. Cause I know at the end of the day, like I'm secure enough in the relationship that like, I don't care what someone says to him, how they look at him, etc. It's not going to hurt me. Cause I know at the end of the day, we're living together and he's going to bed next to me at the end of the night. So that doesn't bother me. But I know Jeremy is more of a jealous person, you know, being at Jade can attest this and any of the other queens tonight being in the drag entertainment. Sometimes we get a lot more attention than we might want from people. Um, so that was something that Jeremy had to deal with. And I think being the drag queen already made the jealousy thing a little less concerning when we opened our marriage. But I know that was like something on his part, but it was something we talked about, you know, like, like you said, boundaries, we're going to do this, do that. Like if, I talk to this person, you talk to that person, let me know, hey, I'm going to go have sex with this person or whatever, like, you know, so that way we have like open line of communication and understanding and we're on the same page. So it doesn't ruin anything. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm one of those persons and I think this is the main um, goal of the open relationship for me at least, um, is that like there's sex and love, which are two different things. You know, at the end of the day, like I love Jeremy, I'm with him, married to him, go to sleep next to him. But like, if I'm gonna go have sex with someone, it's just to get off and call and close close it by leave, you know. And so, I so it's it's nice to hear like more like this from you because like you know while we're on a good page, it was just like navigating for so long, and I didn't really know anybody who I could talk to who would have good advice about an open marriage. And I think it's also normalizing for your husband that jealousy is a very real, normal, healthy feeling. Yeah. It's emotion and we shouldn't shame it. We shouldn't push it down. It's saying like, I'm really jealous. What could we do with that jealousy to make this relationship even hotter, right? Maybe we turn that jealousy into passion or I'm a little jealous that you went out with this guy, but I know that when you come home, I'm gonna fuck you better, right? Like yeah. we can have fun with it. Is it okay to say that? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so 
So it's taking that jealousy. It's interesting in our culture in America, we look at jealousy kind of negatively, where if you look at other countries, so I grew up in, in a different country. And um, so in other countries, jealousy is, is not a negative thing so much. It's just kind of a normal thing that helps us be more passionate. And so I like taking that and saying, okay, let's look at jealousy that way. Instead of this big, green, awful jealousy monster, maybe it's something we can use to actually help us grow as a couple and help us be more passionate and intimate with one another. Yes. And that's kind of like the mindset I have. Like, like I said, I'm not a jealous person and I'm someone who like is very, I'm very sex positive. Like, you know, whether it's, um, with my friends, um, over grinder on Twitter, for example, whatever, like I'm, I'm out there. I, I have nudes and stuff. Like I'm very, I'm very open. I'm very sex positive. I don't care if you don't want to see, what I have to show, then don't look this way. It's it's that, you know? So like, it was turning the jealousy into like, like you said, passion or something fun. Like, cause for me, like if Jeremy, I'll be upstairs, he'll be downstairs, he'll get like a dick pic sent to him on Snapchat or something. And I'll be tumbling down the stairs, jumping over the couch, show me, I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, so that's how I am in regards to like that aspect. So it was getting him to like view the attention on me the same way be like oh you got a dick pic oh let me see you know so that way we were kind of like it kind of helped like destroy that jealousy monster right <laughs> kenny says scarlet thank you for bringing up the topic and keeping it positive yes i, <laughs> I mean i'm like listen like people know like the open marriage thing um i brought up the grinder or whatever twit i have a twitter i I don't use it much, but there's stuff on there. I have an OnlyFans. Like, I'm very, I mean, I'm very, well, sure, I'm no Abercrombie and Fitch model with an eight-pack and a perfect hairline and white teeth um, or super white teeth. But, like, I don't I don't mind, like, showing it off. If, and if you don't want to see it, don't look this way. Like, I'm very sex positive. So I'm. that's why I was like, yes, we're talking about sex tonight. Like, it's just so hard, like, because – you know, and it's and the, there's the there's a sad part of like we like you said, and Andrea, like in America, like other countries, like I know so many friends who I've never been to, like Amsterdam, for example, like countries like that, and like they're out like having sex like in public and things like that, and like here it's like you can barely sh show like a ass cheek on TV, and everyone's like, oh my god, you're going to hell, shame, shame, like we we shame people for being like so sex positive and it's sad because like at the end of the day like i, I know people and I, we've had people on my other podcast across the pond sundays at 4 p.m eastern standard time <laughs> but we've had we i mean we've had a sex work on there before you know he does porns and things like that and and so it's like and it was getting to support them you know what i mean like just because they have sex with people to make money doesn't mean they should be shamed because they're not a nurse or a librarian or a teacher like they're doing what makes them happy and paying their bills who cares if it's having sex with multiple people as long as they're taking care of themselves who cares right and as long as everything's consensual we're good to go oh yeah and consent consent <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we're a little over our time and i don't even care i'll get the, to the commercial when i get to it <laughs> um but we do have one more uh question for yeah. drea while scarlet is here Tell us what you think 
about this beautiful creature. <laughs> fabulous. Well, first of all, your hair is fabulous with the red, I'm guessing that's a wig. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, and the curves, I'm loving the curves. I love curvy uh, women. So, and your little belt. I mean, you're just beautiful. Oh, love thank you. Uh, this clown and her clown makeup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Scarlett, we're going to bring you back after the break. So we will see you right. soon. Bye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. People in the comment section are loving tonight's episode, Drea. Thank you so much for doing this. Good. <laughs> I think we're actually, we're helping people tonight, too, which full credit to you and my co-hosts, because I'm literally just sitting here clicking buttons tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing a great job. Thank you. I do what I can. <laughs> but we do have one co-host to get to still, and she is the amazing Ms. Amethyst Diamond. Hey! Hey, everybody. How's it going? Great. How are you? Good, doing well. Drea, thank you for joining us tonight on our show. It's a pleasure to have you and your expertise and your insight and your gorgeous face. So thank you for being here with us tonight. Of course. <laughs> so, Dave, how are you? I am fantastic. I am comfy and I'm wearing a hoodie. Isn't it nice? Oh my God, I'm just like, this is awesome. We should do this all the time. No one would watch. I know, I know. <laughs> they want I full know. clown makeup every week. Yes, they do. We are held to a standard and we will provide. Exactly. <laughs> so Amethyst, what is your question for Drea? Um, for me, first off, you and Scarlett's whole topic, wonderful. We must talk about that more later because Scarlett was very informative and, and I appreciate her vulnerability as well. Um, for me, in your expertise and your experience, what do you feel? Because, I mean, there's a lot of pressure when it comes to sex. It's such a wide spectrum of sex. So what do you think is one of the biggest misconceptions or stereotypes or expectations yeah, to yeah, sex yeah. like whether it be individually as you know just a, a one person or as a couple what's one of the biggest misconceptions that people bring to the table and you're like actually that's not quite a big issue right? what do you think about that so i'd say the number one issue slash killer of the kind of sex we want to have that i'm dealing with on a daily basis is performance we are so performance focused. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that when you're, so arousal happens here. It does not happen down here, okay? Yes. I know everyone's like, oh, but I know I'm aroused if my dick's hard, but no, no, no. Arousal starts here, okay? <laughs> so if I fall up in here and I'm stuck on performance and like mm -hmm. how I look and can I last long enough and is my partner gonna come and all of those things, what happens is it, it makes it harder to become aroused because I'm so focused on performance. And performance kills pleasure, right? Absolutely. If I'm all about performance, I'm not experiencing the pleasure that's happening down in my body. And right. so, you know, with porn, I love porn, but like porn reinforces that it's all about, you know, performance. And when you're right. trying to have real everyday sex with yourself or with people, it's not, you're not being paid to do that typically. You're not a porn star. And so let's focus on the pleasure and you're gonna have way better sexual experiences, way better orgasms. Mm 
So does that answer the question? Absolutely. And you're absolutely right. There's so much material out there that presents this picture of how we should look, how we should act, um, how we should be pleasuring our partners or ourselves, that it, it really takes away from the overall experience. Like we lose focus of the sex and it becomes a show that you're trying to put on that you're not sure whether it's for you or not. So yeah, you answered that question very well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I guess yeah. that means I can stop sucking my stomach in while having sex. That's yeah. right. Let it out, baby. Let it out. No joke. I totally do. I'm just because I'm so in my own head about my physical appearance. And that's been something I've been battling for years. Um, ever since I was first called fat by a family member. Um, yeah. I also used to weigh 115 and I was anorexic. So I got that body dysmorphia going on. That's fine. You know. <laughs> Well, you're beautiful, baby, no matter what. Just, just let yourself be you, right? How are you going to orgasm if you're sucking in the whole time, right? You can't right. do that. You let it go. Exactly. Right. Just like, like now I understand that that Disney song. We're going to Elsa that. That's what it was about. That's, That's what where she, all that white stuff was flowing out of her hands. Anyway. <laughs> she was holding in a fart, and we all know it. <laughs> Okay, that's all I'm going to say so we don't get, you know, sued. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's so important to accept yourself for who you are and be body positive because that at the end of the day for me is so much more attractive to see somebody who was like, this is what you got. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Right. You know, they try to impress me with, you know, how you look or how you act. You don't have to be a rock star. Just be you because it, that's more important to me than you putting on a show. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Jasmine just said this hit her core. Um, Love you, baby. Oh, we have a lot of fantastic people watching. Yeah. Everyone's just having a great time. So we do have another question for Drea. And we've answered this question twice before. What do you think of this beautiful creature? Oh. Damn. Woo! Damn. 
Yes, she is beautiful. My God. She's so glamorous, you know, and her skin is just flawless. Um, just it's makeup. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> and I love your hair and your outfit. I can't really see it. Looks like you got some boobs going on there, which I love. <laughs> uh, Drea, one thing you must know is Amethyst Diamond always has titties. <laughs> I can't stop looking at your enormous box. Is that from Amazon? Yes, it is. <laughs> I was I like, where's the box? <laughs> I've never noticed that until right now. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. I appreciate your love. <laughs> well, we are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to have the lovely Anastasia Diamond telling us a little bit more about the Trans Day of Visibility. But before we go, I wanna talk a little bit about one of our new shows on WLFE. I wasn't even asked to do this and I'm doing it because I can. They are debuting soon. It is Rainbow Soul. You got to see both of those hosts on, Izzy and Lacrosse, a couple weeks ago. They now have their own show, exploring queer perspectives on spiritual topics. So make sure you tune in for that. We will be back momentarily. So see you soon, kids. <laughs> WLFE-DB.com, where you can find podcast shows, podcasts, and more like Where's My Sage, Inside the Drag Closet, Across the Pond, Paratalk Radio, Just Cindy, and more. So go check out WLFE-DB.com, where talk radio is a whole lot better. Our shows are your shows, and that there makes for a great talk radio. Hey, guys and dolls, this is Casey DeVille, the better half of DeVille, Inc., Baltimore, Maryland. If you're ever in Baltimore, stop in and see me and Tony. Invisible Brie, 5920 Eastern Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland, 21224. Give us a call if you're in the area, 410-400-9641, or look us up on the web at DeVilleInc.com. DeVille, Inc., where we specialize in you. Ted Van Son Jr. is a seasoned investigator and well-versed in the ways of paranormal investigation. He is now ready to share his ideas and unique approach with all of you. Flashlight, recorder, and comfortable shoes. Hit the ground running as you follow this easy step-by-step -step guide to a fun and thorough paranormal investigation, perfect for first-time and lightly seasoned investigators. Think outside the paranormal box. Learn all about the technology and techniques used back in the early days of paranormal investigation. You can find these valuable resources online at Goodreads, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and Amazon. Get yours today. Hi, I'm Jenna Grover. In the world of fashion, we get lost in the cost. Everyone wants that special piece of quality jewelry, but they can't afford it. Not on my watch. I sell handmade quality jewelry for a fraction of the price, and that includes jewelry made of sea glass, natural stone, crystal beads, glass beads, Bigfoot jewelry, and more. If you don't see what you want, email me, because I make custom jewelry too. Check out my website at gbythesea.com. Also, you can email me at jewelry at gbythesea.com. You're listening to WLFE-DB Radio. Now, back to our program. 
Uh, hello, everyone. Anastasia Diamond here. Uh, and today I'm going to be speaking a little bit about Trans Day of Visibility. Mm -hmm. So if you did not know, today is the day, okay? And it's Trans Day of Visibility is all about dedicating to honoring the victories and contributions of the transgender and non-binary communities, while also bringing awareness to the work that is still needed to be done to protect trans lives. So first of all, before we move forward, I'd like to take a moment to honor the uh, 45 trans and gender non-conforming individuals who were killed in 2020, along with the 11 individuals who have already been killed in this year of 2021. 2021 has seen a record number of anti-trans bills introduced in state legislatures around the country, many of which target trans youth specifically. Most of these bills are speaking about uh, bathroom issues and uh, issues with um, women and uh, trans women in sports. Um, what happens if the trans person is going to go to the Olympics and they quote unquote dominate, et cetera, et cetera. All of these issues or all of these um, bills are based off of complete lies. There's no evidence to back them up. So understand that, remember that. Uh, and if you'd like to take some action against that, please visit transathlete.com. So how can you support uh, trans and non-binary people in your life? Uh, if someone is out as transgender and they've in, uh, in, uh, informed you uh, that they are, these are their pronouns, they, them, he, him, she, her, Ella, et cetera, et cetera, please make sure that you're telling everyone in your friend group, hey, just an FYI, they use they, them pronouns now. You know, it just start practicing it. Um, under You uh, want to make sure that you're understanding transitioning um, because the thing is, a lot of people will say, with regards to being a tra uh, being trans, I don't owe anyone trans uh, a transition whatsoever, which is completely true. There is no way to transition correctly or incorrectly. Understand that as a trans individual, you can get top surgery. You don't have to get top surgery. You can get bottom surgery. You don't have to get bottom surgery. You don't have to change your name if you don't want to. And uh, you don't have to change your pronouns if you don't want to. If you identify as transgender, then you're transgender. If you identify as a male, a female, non-binary, period. You're trans. <laughs> You've been under the trans umbrella. Understand the impact of misgendering someone. So if you aren't intentionally or you hear someone intentionally misgendering someone, understand that they're doing that out, oftentimes out of malice or out of spite. So if you can feel the energy that, you're, uh, that your friend is putting off and they feel hurt or they say that they're hurt, take that in and imagine, put yourself in their shoes. Um, and be accountable as well. So take responsibility for your actions, the privileges that you have as you might you that you might have as a cis person, as a white person, as a thin person, et cetera, et cetera. And take those uh, experiences that you hold, uh, which can contribute to a certain bias. So there are some mental health resources, the Trans Lifeline, Trevor Project. There's also Sage LGBTQ Elder Hotline, uh, National Sex uh, Sexual Assault Hotline, and National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, one other thing that I'd like to just, uh, well, two more things that I'd like to speak on, I guess three more things I'd like to speak on, <laughs> is um, Chelsea E. Manning is um, a whistleblower, uh, a trans activist, an activist in general, um, and an uh, American vet. Uh, and she said that trans visibility 
doesn't provide us with housing or healthcare or social state or a social safety net program or improved material conditions, basic things everyone else needs to live. We're already very visible right now. And it's not really helping things, to be honest. We need actual and tangible things that can improve material conditions for people right now. Strong unions will be nice. We need solidarity and mutual aid. I just want to vibe. <laughs> the uh, specific quote. Um, and so when we're seeing the uh, individuals like, um, when we're seeing individuals like this, as well as uh, Dr. Rachel Levine, who was uh, just actually awarded um, the Fab 2020 Movement Leadership Award uh, in 20, uh, this past year from the LGBT Center of Central PA. And now she's sitting as the, I wanna get this right, <laughs> previously was the Pennsylvania Secretary of Health, but has now been confirmed as the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services as the first trans person to ever, first out trans person to ever do this. Now, baby girl. We are we are breaking the breaking down the wall every single day. We're becoming more and more visible. Now it's time to get our feet on the ground. Now it's time to start uh, uh, telling our legislators and our lawmakers, our senators, our representatives that we are here. We deserve the protections. So if you have not yet gone out yet to speak to your uh, representative or senator or um, uh, uh, congressperson. Reach out to them and say, you need to support the Equality Act because that will protect me, my friends, my family, et cetera, et cetera. Reach out to your local um, borough council and state, I want us to have a non-discrimination ordinance for trans individuals here, for queer individuals here. There are so many things that you can do uh, in your day-to-day -day life just stopping and saying, Who's my, who is my council person? Who is my senator? Let me message them so they can understand that I care about the, these issues and that we need to ha have a change. Today, happy uh, happy Trans Visibility Day. Well said, sister. I <laughs> want to add one small thing to that, and it yeah. is this: oh. support trans people, or you suck. Yes, so, <laughs> I found so that funny. earlier, and it's such a cute meme, but it speaks volumes. Truly, truly. Well, and you know what? I I'd love to um just really quickly go through this list of things I, I saw, because I know that it's, it can be very difficult uh, whenever you uh, have known someone your whole life um, and now they have transitioned to being identifying as a different name or using different pronouns, et cetera, et cetera. So when you slip up, correctly, correct yourself briefly and move on. Please don't start apologizing. Don't make it a whole thing because then it's drawn out. It's awkward. Just correct yourself and be like, um, you know, this is Jade. Uh, they, I mean, he um, does da 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 And keep it moving. Um, and when someone corrects you, say that Jade says, actually, my pronouns are they, they them. Say, thank you so much. And keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. And make sure that you're actually using those pronouns moving forward. Get into the habit of interrupting people with a quick correction every single time because it's the repetition that will get you that will uh, make a positive change because honestly a lot of people are under the thinking that uh they and them or um their um those are plural uh now pronouns it's all that kind of stuff. no no we use it all the time who's uh that's their wallet right there uh whose wallet is that you know someone someone left their wallet here someone left their umbrella here we use plural, uh, singular pronouns all the time with they, them. So 
correct people, and the more you correct people, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply the sooner they'll understand. Um, and then just don't make anyone feel like a burden for having pronouns you're struggling with, you know? Just keep it pushing. That, I think that's a, that's the central thing about this. Um, keep moving, continue to practice, and even practice on your doll, on your pets at home. You know, if, <laughs> imagine that that fat person, if you don't have someone, uh, someone to talk to directly, Try it on your pets. Like, come on now. There are so many different ways that you can um, support trans individuals very, very easily. So, do it now. <laughs> I've said it a million times. If you misgender a dog and you can switch like that, you can do it for a human being. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> period. Exactly. Oh, that's such. A, that's so good. That's so good. Exactly. Um, Cassie has a great comment here. Thank you, Anastasia. I've had to make the pronoun correction in my workplace several times, and I will never stop. I want my girl to feel as comfortable as possible working for me. Yes, yes. Thank yep. you so much, Cassie. Thank you for doing that. It, it's oh, it's got, not... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Pop off. Uh, we got another fantastic comment. I don't know you, girl, but I love you. Being a person who went to sarcasm and hateful shit to keep attention from them because they knew they weren't male or female. This segment is amazing. Glad I tuned in for the first time. We're glad you're tuning in, Jada. You are an incredible performer. And message me. We'll get you on here at some point. <laughs> we would love to have you. <laughs> Girl, are you ready for everyone? Girl, we might have to run over because it's about to be a waterfall. It's about to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All righty, kids. Buckle up. It's going to get fun. We are going to bring back our fabulous guest, Andrea Jones, as well oh. as Scarlet Overkill and Amethyst Diamond. Welcome back, everybody. Anastasia, just want to say that I think since my puppy likes to crawl and lay on the back of the couch, she might identify as a cat. I don't know, though. I wow. just don't know. Come on, Scarlet. She might, though. She might. 
<laughs> Very. You better work, girl. Let's <laughs> start meowing to her. You know what? I actually uh, talking about cats and like uh, uh, animals, and just really a really quick segment. I was watching TikTok, and there was this uh, video of this girl who was like, "My dog will not will not follow instructions. You know, he's supposed to be a a, a, a trained dog." Da 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 da. Blah 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 blah. Um, and she was like, "Sit, sit," and he was just running around. And then she spoke in Spanish to him, and she said, "Sit in Spanish," and he sat down. So you know, you never know. Honestly, <laughs> these animals are so they're so interesting. Yeah. Derek just posted a comment that cracked me up. It's like a more fab Brady Bunch on my screen right now. Oh, <laughs> yes. I love so, since turnabout is fair play, um, Drea, are you prepared for the girls to talk about some of your beautiful pictures? Oh my gosh. <laughs> sure, let's do it. I, you sent me this picture and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, we're going to go around. We'll start with Anastasia. Tell me a little bit about this photo. Oh my, who is this person? Look at that beautiful smile. The hair is blown out. And I love the scenery behind you. This is absolutely gorgeous. That's a beautiful color on you too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How about yes. you, oh. oh my God. Stunning. I love the hair. It's like very wavy, <clears throat> curly, and like you're you have such a nice smile. And I'm mm -hmm. is that a cornfield behind you? It looks like kind of it's blurred out. A great vineyard thing, but yes. Oh, okay. But it's 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 a beautiful like outdoor picture, the way you're posing. Like Anastasia said, like the colors run you. Cute, cute girl. Thank you. Amethyst, anything to add? Honestly, for me, just looking at this picture. And had I not spoken with you prior, you give off such light and positivity just in this photo. And yeah. you know, not everybody can do that. So kudos to you. Yeah. I think the, yeah. the word that we're looking for is radiant. Yeah. Radiant. You have a glow Aww. too. A very yeah. angelic glow. You guys are and so you're, And you're turning a beautiful shade of pink right now. No, like no one's ever done this to me before. So <laughs> Well, we all have to build each other up. Like, that's yeah. the thing. And Anastasia, your segment was absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. I must applaud you and tell you how absolutely proud I am of you. Um, you have such a wealth of knowledge. And I just look at you in awe when you speak. And I just want oh, you to know that I love you. Um, because I love you recently, too. I was asked to be a part of the Lancaster City Human Relations Commission. Um, wow. And I will be speaking about microaggressions felt in the LGBTQ plus community. Um, yeah. We're doing live town hall uh, April 21st. It's a Wednesday, I believe. Um, if anybody needs information out there about it, just let me know, send me a message. But I was so honored and blessed to be asked to be a part of something like that. So I will um, be reaching out to you and asking some questions about some things because you have such a library of knowledge in your head. And I, I'm mm -hmm. proud of you and I love you. So. Thank you, honey. Thank you. I'd love to help in any way possible, any way possible. Thank you. Oh, that's uh, Amethyst, make sure you post the information on that on the Facebook page. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I will. It's a, it'll be a virtual town hall meeting April 21st. So. Very cool. Yeah. Everyone so listen to anybody listen out right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. So at this point, if anybody who's watching has any questions, feel free to send them in. Um, I asked my really good question, but does anybody else have questions for Drea that we did not cover yet? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think when we talk about sex, it's important to be completely open and honest about things. Um, <clears throat> you know, given the year of 2020 and what it was, I found that pure vulnerability has been utter freedom for me. Like it has just lifted a weight off of me because when you present yourself as you are, you have nothing to fear. You know, when, when you accept yourself for who you are, you have nothing to fear because you are who you are. Um, you know, as someone who in the past has suffered from substance abuse, um, mostly due to sex um, and trying to please my partner or make things spicier, you know, it eventually leads into a very bad addiction. Um, and that's something that I fought with for many, many years. Um, and, and I feel it's important to really put that out there for people because especially in the gay community, given that there is such pressure to be the Adonis, to be the best and the most beautiful and, and have, you know, the largest members and the perfect bodies. Um, you know, a lot of us, I will say, went to drugs for that. And it turned into such a whirlwind of a nightmare when all I really wanted to do was have good sex, you know? So do you deal with any of that in your, in your profession? Um, I don't deal with a lot of it, but I definitely can see how you, you try something to just have spice it up or to have a new experience or to, you know, last longer, have a better orgasm because when you're high, you have a better orgasm. And then that so easily can turn into, well, now every time I have sex or I even think about sex, I feel like I need that in order to have the type of sex that I want to have. And kind of like you were talking about before the show, like, how does it to lose yourself? Um, I think that's really sad because you started with good intentions, but then you kind of over time lost yourself. If your partner says, hey, like, who are you? What's going on? Right. Um, yeah, but I love that you're able to be vulnerable and be open about that, that part of your life and your journey. Absolutely. It, it's those things that really make you who you are in life. Like yeah. for me, it's the negative impact and things that I've gone through in my life that have made me who I am today. And people say, if you could go back, would you change one thing? Absolutely not, because I wouldn't be me. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and you know, I think the other thing is, um, not to cut you off, Gina, I'm so sorry, uh, but I really want to jump back into what you just, what you were talking about with Drea about sucking your stomach in and um, a lot of things of like, the, the whole idea about, I mean, and Amethyst just said it, this Adonis complex and uh, ide ideology within the queer community that you need to fit into the corporate America's cookie cutter ideal, ideology about what it is to be a gay man. And what is it, what is it to be a gay man? Being a gay man is to be a white, ab to slim body type, um, who is cisgender and straight acting yeah. in order to find love. Mm -hmm. Everyone in our community is, not everyone, of course, not everyone, because look at us here. Look at those fabulous bitches here. But the majority of our community believes that you need to be straight acting, mask for mask, working out all the time. I mean, there are videos upon videos. <laughs> I, I, I Go watch um, Grinders YouTube page for their Kinder series. The comments that people make towards one another, um, you know, you're just a uh, you're just a pussy talking to femme 
uh, queer individuals. You're just a whole or something like that. Um, you know, talking to uh, plus size people, I would never fuck have a sex with you, you fat pig. Like, and like, these are individuals who are not even plus size. Like they're, they're a one X and people are saying this kind of stuff to them. So like these, these ideas of having the perfect body are so toxic within our community. And I think that the majority of us are, um, I mean, I, I want to say every single one of us are, um, are victims of this because of implicit bias. For sure. The, everything that's in media right now, television shows, cartoon shows, et cetera, et cetera. This is the, what you, this is the, once again, corporate I idea of what's to attain. Yeah, for Especially sure. Like, yeah, but like, and like go off of that Anastasia, like I think like, um, you know, there was a point for me, like um, I, like in high school, like um, this is something we talked about before the uh, show started as well. But like in high school, like I knew I was gay, but I was in the closet because of like the high school I went to was very, you know, for lack of better terms, like Joe Bob last week, very redneck. And um, <laughs> but, my high, but my high school was very that. And I and I remember there was a kid that like, I mean, he was like, oh, I'll wait till my senior year to come out. And he thought like last year's school, whatever, it's almost over. But like, I was maybe like a freshman, I think. Or something mm -hmm. like I don't know. I was a couple years younger than him. But anywho, I remember he got made fun of, you know, the, his whole year because of coming out. And I was like, I don't want to go through all of high school like that. So, like, I stayed in the closet. And, like, you know, part of, like, that's – it started when I was a teenager. Part of um, yeah. me being in the closet and what started when I was a teenager was, like, eating disorder. And then it kind of went away for a while. But then when I finally came out and I was free and then I started, like, going on, like, whether it was online to, like – Plenty of fish or something like a dating site or whether it was on yeah. you know an app like Grinder or whatever. And I just thought like, you know, here I am 19, I'm young, and I just thought, oh, a dick is a dick. Let's all have sex. Like that was my mindset because I was brand new to being gay. I had never been with a man. Like I talked to guys online or trade traded pictures and stuff, but never actually been with one. And then I just saw all this like hate and toxic masculinity. And it was like, well. Hey bulimia, how you doing, girl? And, uh, <laughs> and again, yeah. it's and like I can say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I hate joking about it, but like I can because like I've had the struggles and the battles with my eating disorder, but like that's how it was. And then it was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this this man that I want to fuck me is not going to unless... I look like a skeleton, like a twink. So here I am not eating at all to like lose this weight. So that way I I can sleep with this person. Like, so I am now, my eating disorder is now back and I am now destroying my body literally by having this eating disorder. So that way I will be appealing to this guy that I want to have sex with. Right. But now here I am 33, like, you know, years and years later and I'm not, I'm no longer like losing weight or whatever to like appeal to a man sexually. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still see people who are doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's something you start when you're young and it bleeds into your adult life because by then it's either an addiction or a way of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're, you're taking the drugs to lose weight. You have to look a certain way. And, and at the end of the day, you just wanted to have good sex and please somebody. Yeah. So it can spiral out of control very quickly and very easily. I mean, full disclosure, um, I personally identify as asexual because I don't have time for any of that. Like we talked about earlier, like we talked about earlier, we were like, oh, well, why don't we, uh, you know, someone has, uh, you know, take some medication to last longer. Baby girl, I got to go to work. Let's go. Like, I, I, I hate the idea of, you know, like, <laughs> being a sex object. Yeah. I think that's the problem for me. And I can never, like, of course I've had experiences in the past. As my grandmother would say, gay experiences in the past. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, we're those With her three husbands. <laughs> I do have several husbands and three sugar daddies. So if you're jealous about it, just say it, Jade. <laughs> Your husband's yeah, on his way. Yeah. Your husband's on his way. He's coming to see me on Friday, girl. You stay on the couch. <laughs> Anastasia Diamond. <laughs> She's a man. She's a husband eater. She's going to snatch him off. Mm-hmm. That right there. <laughs> I mean, I, I like t- technically, <laughs> if you, it depends on what you say a virgin is because that's the thing. This whole idea about uh, virginity and purity. I mean, Drea and I were talking about it beforehand, and um, she's. Uh, I don't want to tell your story, Drea. If uh, am I allowed to? You know, go for it. Drea is a uh, a P- uh, She's a PhD student, uh, a doctoral student, excuse me, and um, she's writing her dissertation on the issues with purity for speci- specifically with women. And I said, you know, this is a topic that we need to be talking about within the queer community too, because of religious trauma, because of uh, ideas from, uh, from who knows, from, uh, you know, these quote unquote Christians who don't actually care um, about the person, they just care about control. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. But Dre, what do you think about all this? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so sad. You know, I just think that we all just want to be loved and we want to have good sex if we want to be sexual, right? If we are sexual. 
Um, and we want to be loved for who we are and accepted for who we are. And we know there's so many different ways of trying to get that. And oftentimes through trying to do it to make other people happy, we lose ourselves and we lose our authenticity and what made us so amazing to begin with. And so it's learning how to accept us, curves, bellies, you know, hair, all of it, right? And saying like, this is me. And if you don't want me, if you don't like me, then keep going, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, wipe left. I think a problem for a lot of like um, gay men is the fact that, um, you know, for a lot of us, we are raised in rural country, or rural cities, excuse me, or towns. And so when you find that one person who is willing to maybe have sex with you and make you feel, make you feel wanted, especially if your family never made you feel wanted, never made you feel accepted, you know, you kind of will do anything to get that love, that quote unquote love, even though, you know about love. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so then we, uh, you know, oftentimes our, our, our community will move to San Francisco and we'll move to New York or we'll move to big cities where we're all clustered together. Um, and then that toxicity that we have from our childhood is still just rolling in there. And we're just like, it just doesn't work. And we don't go to therapy and we can't afford therapy. So like, it's just so much. And it doesn't need to be all this. It doesn't. Right. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. And Sharonda just po pointed out something very valid. It That isn't just for gay men. Mm-hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Those standards are there. Why are they still there? Because because everything in the media still tells us that's what's desirable and like what they can you see Kim Kardashian's Victoria's Secret Photoshop shit like stop mm -hmm. stop oh i love looking one of my favorite things to do is look up like pre photoshop and post photoshop pictures <laughs> of celebrities and you see yeah. things that are like well we accidentally took away one of their arms but you know what they look skinnier Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Totally. It's like you. Yeah. It's like you look at those pictures and it's like that. Like you get to the point. It's like that's not even you anymore. Like did they just completely get a different person? Like and put it in the shot. Yeah. Like it, it just. Yeah. But, it, but then well, that's the things that that that's the stuff that like younger people, kids, you know, that are seeing on TV all the time. And they think that like uh, they have to look at this, but they don't realize that like. That's not even real. Like that's like ninety percent computer editing. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna look like a computer edit girl? Like what? <laughs> My husband just pointed out something that I recently found out about. Um, I should talk about the beauty filter on TikTok and my reaction to that. I I love TikTok. I'm hopelessly addicted. I regret nothing. But I was using the beauty filter on it, and then I turned it off for something, and it widened my face again. I was like. It was taking away my cheeks. I like my cheeks. It was yeah. thinning my face. And I'm like, no wonder, first of all, no wonder my boobs look huge in all my TikToks. <laughs> I was also wearing the big boobs, so that's unrelated. But I was just like, why are you making my, how am I going to lose weight in my head? Like, just. 
but that's crazy. That. What was that? That's fat phobia right there. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and that's the thing. I, I just feel like we have to talk about uh, fat phobia and fat missia and uh, femmissia and understand that this is affecting us in every single way that we, I mean, because I think the problem is, and I wanted to talk about TikTok so badly, Jade, so thank you, so thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> <That's Okay>. <laughs> but like, there are these things that you can do where you can like morph your body and like you morph your body to see what you want it to look like. And then you go back to what you're actually looking like. And it's like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all this other stuff is so bad for us. Like it's so bad for our, for body dysmorphia and body image issues, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Hit the nail on the head. We need more mm -hmm. role, role models like Tess Holiday yes. and other plus size sex positive folks. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I love, you know, I may be a full-on gay man, but I love seeing the pictures on her Instagram. If you don't follow her, follow her. But I love seeing the pictures on Lizzo's Instagram when she's in, like, yes. lingerie. Bitch looks stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Like, she's so beautiful. She is. Yeah. Truly. Go ahead. It, it's a shame that, like, you know, I, we all love our filters. We all, we all love that, you know, that snatch look that, but at the end of the day, I, I honestly feel like we should not be allowed to do that because kids mm -hmm. are growing up looking at an image of themselves that the rest of the world does not see yeah. and presenting themselves as somebody they are not. Yeah. So there's a lot of danger in that. That can, that can domino effect into some really dark things. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. if you're doing like a full like I mean I could see like if you take a picture and you really like it but the lighting's bad and you and you sure. and you brighten it up. If you do small things like that yeah. to like make the photo look more professionally taken, I get that. But sure. if you're now if you're at the point where you're taking like Jade said, you're taking off neck fat and you're blurring out pimples and lines and you're doing all that to your pictures, like right. you are now completely not even looking like you were before you took the picture. Point. But the thing is, what do you need to do? in order to be loved in your head. Yeah. In order for society to love you, what do you feel like you need to do? You need to do exactly what Kim Kardashian's doing. What is Beyonce doing? What is Cardi B? Like every, Nicki Minaj, like even, like all these people have their pictures professionally edited and like everyone's just like, I wanna be like them. I wanna be beautiful. I wanna be this. And it's like, you're beautiful in your own skin. Like, like I said, you know, before, before I started doing drag, I mean, I was very much so of that, of this mindset. Um, I honestly hated myself because I was uh, a black fat person and I was never going to be, you know, wanted for anything but comedy. And, you know, it wasn't until I started doing drag whenever I was 19 years old, whenever I was like, well, you know, my eyes are pretty and, you know, I do got a lot of I do got a lot of ass, um, and you know I I, I love my lips. I like, what do I need to stand up, Mama? Yeah, <laughs> everybody move out of the way. <laughs> you gotta love take that. delivery. <laughs> but you know, it, it, until you find uh, until you find that, I always I, I did an article about self love uh, maybe a couple of years ago, and you know I will always hold to the fact that. You need to find one thing that you love about yourself. Because if you find one thing, you'll be able to look and say, well, here another thing is. 
And then from there, you'll be able to say, here, another thing is, and eventually you're going to find that you love your entire being, your entire self. And until you love yourself 100%, you will never be able to receive the love that you deserve. And you'll never be able to love anyone else to that 100%. Yeah. No cruel words have ever been spoken. Well said. You were absolutely right. That's why I'm going to be single for my whole life because ain't nobody going to be able to love me like I love myself. (laughs) <laughs> I know that's right. So we did get a lot of questions in that time and a lot of comments. Sorry, we on, that was a 15 minute tangent we just went on and that was amazing. Um, but I do want to backtrack a little bit. Um, uh, again, Jada Sparks asking really good questions tonight. I love it. Uh, can I ask, since this seems like a good place, what are your thoughts on Montero? Call me by your name and the sexual imagery. I just watched it before the show tonight, and I am gonna have some weirdly twisted fantasies for the next couple of weeks. I'm just saying. <laughs> Someone educated me on that. I'm unfamiliar. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, what, is what was that? It was new. I don't know what it is. So it's the new video from Lil Nas X. Um, Lil Nas X is the one who sung uh, Old Town Road. Yeehaw. And in this video, he speaks a lot about, uh, he has a lot of biblical um, imagery, uh, Adam and Eve, and then um, going to heaven. And then all of a sudden, uh, as he's drifting off to heaven because he was killed, uh, a stripper pole comes flying out of, from the, out of the ground and he grabs onto it and then starts spinning all around the stripper pole and doing a fantastic routine which he actually did. He did all the, um, he, he shows the back behind the scenes stuff on his TikTok and Instagram. So cool. Go check it out after the show. Um, and um, people are feeling like because he gave, he eventually gave a lap dance to Satan. Um, <laughs> but then he killed him. So it's like, y'all can't be mad about this because he killed Satan fully, fully. Um, okay. but, but the reason for the video primarily he states is because um, number one, uh, y'all are always telling gay people to go to hell. 
and I, we went there. So what's what, what about it? Um, and number two, he spoke on the fact that as a fourteen-year-old, whenever he had um, had a relationship with someone, um, that person basically said that they could not be out with one another. They can't be this kind of gay. They can't be faggots. They can't be X, Y, and Z. Um, and like this was a letter to himself as well as that person. You know, call me by my name. Don't call me from the shadows. I'm me. Love me out loud. So it's 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 so layered. And thank you so much for this question because I wanted to talk about it so badly because we get yeah. into that what I've been saying femissia quite a bit, wanting to be straight acting or mask for mask and trying to hide that femininity. He looks fabulous in the video. Oh my gosh, y'all will have to watch the video when you, when we get off of here. Okay, so before <laughs> I answer, at the end of the day, at the end of the video. Does it promote a positive message or no? Yes. Yeah. It does. Because that's mm -hmm. a very thin line to walk. While I applaud him as an entertainer, him for being a gay entertainer, him for being mm -hmm. a black gay entertainer, him, you know, that's, there are people out there that know nothing about us that will see that and say, see, I told you, that's how they are. But see, that, that was a whole reason for it. You okay. guys think that this is what we're doing. You think that this is all we are. This is okay. all you're ever going to know me for. So why not give me? Why not give this to you? And he also sure. said, you know, I hope you. He spoke a little bit on Twitter about this. You know, he stated, "I hope that this video makes you all mad, because for years, for years, I hated myself because yeah. of the religious torture that I was put through through the black church." So I hope that you guys are mad, as mad as I was at myself for all this time. So what that's a little bit more background. Yeah, what fascinates me about the video, the video is, the imagery is beautiful. It is oh. such oh, yeah. a captivating video. Oh. What gets me most is if he had been replaced by a female performer, no one would have batted an eyelash, but because yeah. he was a guy, you know, yeah. basically dry humping Satan. Yeah, um, it was so good. And well, we've seen that ten years ago on South Park. <laughs> well, exactly. with Saddam Hussein and Satan. So, we've seen we've seen that with ACDC. We've seen that with a, a multitude of individuals who have utilized religious imagery, but it's mm -hmm. only a problem when a black queer person does it. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Anastasia, because think of all the, like, you brought up ACDC, and then, like, uh, Amethyst was saying about South Park, like, for example, because I'm a huge fan of hers, Ariana Grande has a song 3435, but it's 34 plus 35 is 69. She's literally talking about 69 with a guy. But none of those songs you see anything about, because none of them are black queer entertainers. But as soon as a black queer entertainer does anything sexual, it's the end of the goddamn world. Yep. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is, Sharonda, really. Yep. A kid ministry group of men spoke on how this video speaks to the trauma Christians inflict when we are supposed to spread love. And I think that's kind of the overarching theme of the night, you know, with regards to purity, with, uh, with sex, with regards to sexual freedom. We need to be we need to break free from this idea of 
corporate Christian America that has been embedded into our DNA because there are so many more experiences, so many more opportunities out there for you to, and so many more people out there for you to meet and greet and know and learn about um, and so many different cultures. So get out of this box. Come on. Yes. Please. <laughs> yes. Drea, have you seen it yet? No, I have not. <laughs> I'm oh. today. I was going to say, you've got two little ones at home. Yeah. Watch yeah. it when they're in bed. You got to wait until after midnight. After the show will be perfect. They're in bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that's so a good so. Drea, how old are your children? Three and six. Wonderful. So as a sex therapist, when do you think it's appropriate to talk about to kids about sex? Oh, oh that's so interesting. Um, actually, actually, it was a very special day in my life this weekend because my <laughs> six-year-old said to me, Mommy, what role does a daddy play in having a baby? Whoa. And I said, I have the book. So I like ran upstairs. I brought the book. We sat down, we read it. It's of course appropriate for a six-year-old, but it talks about, you know, how a baby is is made. And and then um, we talk about body parts normally, like my my three-year-old says, talks about her vulva all the time. Mommy, look at my vulva, look at my vulva. <laughs> I love that because I want them to have no shame, right? My son yes. say, look how big my penis got. And I say, yes. Ah. That is a good-looking penis, right? That is so cool. Um, that's so, so cool. It's important to start as soon as they can talk, right? Wow. As soon as they're learning about their bodies. I mean, I mean, babies when they're in in the mommy's belly, they do masturbate in there, right? They they have evidence that you know fetuses do do that, and so as they're like growing up and they're learning about their bodies and they're seeing our bodies because you know we're living with them and right. it's answering the questions obviously appropriate for their age but being mm -hmm. honest using real words so that it, there's no shame if i can talk about my elbow i can talk about my vulva right there right. is no shame um so i think you should start as young as you can just kind of incorporating it into everyday normal conversation in life That's well so I read a story uh, recently um, that <laughs> my mom just texted me because she's watching and she said, y'all did not masturbate my belly. So that's <laughs> 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 not what I wanted to no. talk about. <laughs> Sorry, <Thanks>, mom. mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> she said, y'all did not. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I want to talk about really quickly, I saw this story recently where this girl uh, was telling her teacher that, you know, my daddy keeps on touching my cookie. Yeah. And the teacher kind of just like pushed it off, you know, it is, it's kids being kids, they're, you know, kids sometimes are greedy, they're, you know, they want to eat up all the cookies themselves, whatever, whatever. Um, and it wasn't until like months down the line that she found out that cookie for this little girl was her vagina. So using these pretty cute little words, yeah, it's it's you need to teach kids. You gotta you gotta teach them early because you know the the thing that you want to you know people are trying to avoid. Oh, I don't want my kid talking about sex. I don't want them talking about this. They need to because there are people around them who 
do talk about sex and who want to take advantage of their innocence. But in but like for that for that example, what the parent could have done in that situation is had the discussion with the kid before and like we, if they don't want the kid to talk about it, maybe say, okay, we're going to refer to your vagina as your cookie. So that the teacher's like, oh, this kid's saying the dad touches the cookie, then red flags alert. Oh, not that's not actual food. He's touching her private parts. You know what I mean? Like, I so just think it's, it's better to just, it's just better to talk, say it, say it fully. Like, be, yeah. you know, penis is not a bad word, vagina is not a bad word. No, like, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying the sense of like, if you want to talk to kids about it, but you want to say penis and vagina in school, maybe like, say like, oh, when you're in school, maybe say this instead of penis or whatever. I don't know. And I'm bad with kids. I'll never have kids. Well, <laughs> this is my question, and and I totally understand where you're coming from, Scarlett. Right. My question is, why are we creating sexual shame? Because. Right what we're doing when we say, well, at school, you can't use this word, <laughs> but at home you can, mm -hmm. right? And, and it's just saying like, why is my vulva or my penis or any part of me, why are there secret mm -hmm. names? Why is it okay to talk about it here, but not okay to talk about it there? Yeah. Um, and, and sexual shame, I mean, that starts really, really young. And mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. really messes with us as we develop sexually. And yeah. so, you know, the other thing, you know, people keep calling it a vagina. It is not a vagina. It is a vulva. The vulva is the outside, the vagina mm -hmm. is the inside. And yet we keep calling it the wrong name, right? So mm -hmm. I just, I think the more we can just be honest and open with our kids and embrace their body parts and teach them who can and cannot have access, right? That they have yep. consent, right? Mm -hmm. I tell my kids all the time, you know, he hit me in the head, whatever. Like, okay, there's no consent going on here. You can't just yeah. grab this person. Yeah. That's one of the hardest conversations to have because especially when you, you, you grow up in a home where, you know, um, not it's not hard to talk about the conversation. Like, uh, you know, obviously don't touch the, these are no touch areas, but like, I've had to have, we've had to have several conversations with my brother. Uh, he's eight now. And it was like, I know we give you a hug and we love you. And you give hugs when you're, when you love someone, but you can't just go and grab some little girl who you love. Like that's a no, no. And it took so, so long for us, for him to be rewired in that area. So, I mean, yeah, it, it really starts very young. You have to start teaching them young about consent and it's an ongoing conversation. It is. And the more you normalize that, especially for children, the better off they're going to be when they turn into adolescents and teenagers and eventually adults. You know, normalizing sex speech is very important. I'm so glad that we touched on that, seriously. And we, honestly, everybody here, we just got a very big compliment um, from Jada Sparks. She just texted me and said, is the show always this good? Oh. So <laughs> thank you for that. Jade, oh. thank you for gathering these, these lovely people together. Um, yeah, fan. So thank you, Jada, very much. Damn it! Ruin it about kids and cookies. I'm sorry. I'm not good with kids. And here, also full disclaimer: I'm 33 and I still call it a Pikachu. That's what I call the girls' area, Pikachu. I just. In Scarlet's defense, she would have to map quest Evolva. She doesn't know where it is. Yeah, it's one of those Pokemon she's never caught. 
I would exactly. I need to call an Uber and be in the back of the Uber with my phone, my actual <laughs> paper map, and I'd still end up at a penis. I don't know how. <laughs> still end up at a penis. I, I turn my car wheel like this and like this, and I follow the directions directly, and I still end up at a dick. What? <laughs> You're done. I can't stand you. <laughs> it, said, it said take a left at Volva Street and I'm still <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's like it's like those I think it's it's like one of those uh, automated cars. Shout out to um what's his face, you know. That's, it, not, it's not like that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> and we got back to cars again. <laughs> it all comes back around full circle. <laughs> well, I think that is a perfect place to wrap up for the evening. This has been such a remarkable episode. I want to give everybody a chance to say goodnight. Um, Drea, do you have any last words of wisdom or words of optimism for everybody out there? Um. I just, it has been so fun to meet all of you guys and to listen to your stories and your vulnerability. And I love that you're sharing your stories because here's the deal. The way we take our power back is we, we're honest, we're raw, we share our stories and that's how we change the world, right? Yes, and yes. You know, I love that you all have these beautiful perspectives and it's been so fun to talk about these things. Um, I would love to come back. Yes. And Everyone should go out and masturbate. Everyone should take take care of themselves. Let's do some self-help, right? <laughs> Self-care. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right now. Oh, okay. Oh, oh masturbate. No. Hurry. Right now. No. Okay, sorry. I got excited. Got you got to look excited. <laughs> so, Drea, was tonight everything you thought it would be? <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. But can you guys please dress up? Yeah. <laughs> We're actually drag queens. Believe it or not. I know. Drea, did you? Uh, how did your expectations like change from whenever? Like, I know that we were asked today to send you questions, and I sent you a really long question. So, like, how did your? <laughs> so, like, how did your expectations change from like the, like? Did you think this was gonna be like a very serious conversation or something like that, or did you think it was gonna be like? <laughs> I mean, when you sent that question, I was like, oh no, I can't even talk about that. Because my friends, my people, my friends who are people of color are like, Drea, you can't really talk about that. You want to help let us talk about that and encourage us to speak about that. And I was like, oh, no. Definitely. Definitely. So I was real worried. I was like texting Mitch about it. So, but I love yes. normal people and you're fun. Of and course. I was so yes. laid back, which was great for me because... I, I have enough seriousness all day long doing therapy, so it was great. Yeah. Uh, thank do you, you so find yourself, real quick, I was really curious, do you find yourself ever laughing in your therapy sessions with folks? All the time. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. I can <laughs> attest to that. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I have a thing, y'all. If you have insurance, do you take all types of insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, mm -hmm. uh, private insurances, I or is it all out of pocket? Right now I'm in with two. Yeah, I take UMC and Highmark because Perfect. most of the time sex therapy is not covered by insurance. So mm -hmm. 
a lot of what I do is self-pay, but I do sliding scales. So perfect, and that's exactly what I thought we were going to say. Find check out her account. Yeah, check out her website down below. You guys yeah. can um, right reach there. out to her, talk about if you if it's really expensive. You know, like you said, she has a sliding scale fee. Um, so this is very important therapy that everyone should be having to do because we all have lived in this box, this box, <laughs> and it gets smaller and smaller every single day. So learn, let's expand our boxes, expand our vulvas, um, and open up our assholes and just take it all in. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Can we get a teacher? I just want to expand my vulva. <laughs> I just want to expand my vulva. <laughs> Drea's going to be coming out with her own merch very soon. Expand your vulva. Yes. With, it's, you should use that picture um, that we we saw earlier with, and that can be in the background and like cloud text. Expand your vulva. <laughs> Look right there. In the background, Andrew Bulba. So beautiful. Yes. How did this happen? We make a hashtag on everything. Yeah. I can't wait. When are we getting into business together? Let's do this. Yeah. Expand your mind, horizons, and Volvo. And Volvo. The more you know. The more. <laughs> well, Anastasia, do you have any last words for everybody watching at home? Oh, well, <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> I cannot. Y'all, as I always say, since we're talking about sex therapy and we're talking about sex, if you are having sex with multiple partners and uh, 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 you are not sure about what your status is with regards to HIV, STIs, et cetera, et cetera, please go on and get tested. It's free most of the time. Go to Planned Parenthood. Go to a, a federally qualified health center if you're in Harrisburg. Hit up um, Hamilton Health Center um, and go get tested for all these STIs. The CDC states that you should be getting tested at least once a year if you have one partner, multiple times with multiple partners. So do what you got to do. Keep yourself safe. Have fun and stay fabulous. Yeah. Fantastic. Scarlett, your turn. Hold on real quick. <laughs> So, first off, I'd just like to say my sunglasses are better. So sorry, Anastasia. And secondly, oh, I'm sorry that mine don't have bedazzled jewelry dangling from them. Also, I shaved my mustache, but you know. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Seriously. Um, so first of all, to go back to what Anastasia said, um, yes, um, if you. Uh, like multiple sex partners, all this stuff. I just got my full STI and HIV panel done yesterday. So for currently awaiting results. Um, but yes, um, as far as the sex talk for tonight, um, remember consent is sexy. Yes. Yes. Make sure that if you're going to be having sex with someone you love or just a hookup, you know, consent, um, communicate and um, treat each other with kindness and respect. Um, as far as um, the show, thank you, Jade, for having me. And to Amethyst and Anastasia, love you, ladies. Thank you, Dre, uh, for being a part of the episode. It was so much fun. It was so meeting you. You were fantastic. 
Um, to all our viewers, thank you for watching. Love you all. Mwah. And lastly, until life is normal, continue to wash your hands, wash your ass, and distance from one another. And wear your masks too when you're out in public. Don't be those douchebags who don't. Yes. <laughs> Amethyst, your turn. Yes. So, <laughs> first off, Anastasia, I can't stand you. Um, <laughs> we got to no, end it all. End it all. We all go. Your presence on this show has been felt and acknowledged and will be long lasting. And I can't wait till you come back and talk to us. Yeah, In man. my honest opinion, without all the drag and all the makeup, I think this was one of our best episodes we've yeah. ever done. Um, and I hope those of you watching out there take all of this knowledge and information to heart. Um, we are here for you. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, you can talk to us individually. You can send us messages online. Um, but we are here to embrace and educate you. And we love you. Um, and we took off our masks tonight for you. Um, so thank you for watching. Um, thank you for appreciating our vulnerability and what we say and what we do. Um, do we have all the right or wrong answers? No, but we have a lot of resources to help you get to where you need to be. Um, to my sisters, you guys are fucking awesome. I love you. Um, I am more than blessed to be on this show. Um, I look forward to it every week. Um, and next week I will be streaming live from Atlanta, Georgia, as I will be going down to see my brother, sister-in-law, and meet my new nephew for the first time. He was born in November and I love Yay. him. Um, oh. So I will be coming to you live from Atlanta next week. Um, so look forward to that. Outside of that, love yourselves, love each other, respect each other, wear your mask, wash your ass. I love you. See you next time. <laughs> Amazing. And... All right. <laughs> so, oh, all I could find was my lumpy space princess glass. Let's do it. That works. Let's it work. right. I can't see a damn thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, first of all, Drea, thank you so much for being here tonight. This has been, like everyone has been saying, I do think this has been one of our best episodes to date. Keep helping people, you know, I have nothing but love for you. You have helped me so much. Um, to my fabulous co-hosts, you're all a mess and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I could not do this without you. You all make this, make my job so much easier running this show. To everyone who was watching tonight, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Tonight was amazing. You all had such valid points to bring into the conversation as well, which was remarkable. Next week, make sure you tune in because we are celebrating Asian American drag. We are going to have Asia Monroe and Deja Vu joining us. I'm very excited to have them here, especially in light of current events. I am very excited to find out how this has affected them. Um, always remember, support trans people or you suck. Where I'm going to keep that on here because that's going to come up every week because I love that meme. But we've reached that point of the evening where there's only one thing left, and that's to say goodnight, kids. Goodnight, kids. <laughs>
You've been listening to WLFE-DB.com, where our shows are your shows. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.